The views and opinions expressed on Lifeguards Off-Duty are those of its hosts and guests exclusively. They do not represent any entity, organization, or municipality. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Michael Kachmar. I'm Tyler. And I'm Sean. And this is Lifeguards Off-Duty with Dr. Michael Kachmar, the Jersey Shore number one lifeguard-themed video podcast. Watch us on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook Live. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever streaming service you prefer. If you would like to contact us, send an email to drcatchmar at iCloud.com. Follow us on Instagram at lg.association. All right, let's get started. Let's start the show. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Michael Kachmar. Welcome to Lifeguards Off Duty with Dr. Michael Kachmar. Today's date, what's today's date? I don't even remember. Today is the uh, 1st of April. April Fools. April, uh, year of our Lord, 2022. Welcome to our show. We're live in Tom's River today. We have a bunch of guests, and we actually have uh, Sean back in the, in, the, uh, in the studio. How you doing, Sean? I'm good. How's everything? And, uh, you know, we didn't check the cameras, Sean. We better check the cameras. We have guests here. We have uh, Bruce. You want to just move the camera a little bit for him? Uh, uh, and we're going to introduce, this is Chip Bruce. He's the captain of the uh, beach, which I guess that's pretty good. That, don't let it go. And then we have our, um, our guest. You want to introduce yourself? Say, there you are. <laughs> yeah, what's your position? What, how long have you worked? Sir? What's your name now? And ex- tell us, introduce yourself. Tell us who you are. And um, we I'm Olivia Wolkowski. I've been at Island Beach for 11 years. Whoa, that's a long time. Long well, time. thank you for coming. We have a, a, a great show planned today. And uh, Sean, we just want to get a little bit of our uh, information out here. So we are um, lifeguards off duty with Dr. Michael Kachmar. And we want to um, have you guys get a hold of us. We have different places to reach us. So we have here, uh, one place we have is our association you want to tell everybody about oh, that? Yeah, LG.association yeah. is the Instagram we're using. Right. And we also have, I'm, I'm working everything here today, so you got to give it a little time. So this is where you want to get a hold of us. You also could get a hold of us at uh, drcatchmar at uh, um, iCloud.com. Uh, I, 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 iCloud.com, which I can't even find it right now. But I'll give you my name here. And the other place to get a hold of us would be jerseyshorefootandlegcenter.com. And uh, that's a, a web page where you can land and you can send us information. And here is our other inf- other place. And this is uh, drkachmar at iCloud.com. People on the podcast, that's drkachmar at iCloud.com. You could send us an email if you guys want to come in. Oh, listen, we have a uh, somebody saying hello. Um, Corey, is this, who's this? Who's this comment here? Uh, that is my fiance. Oh, wow. wow. Well, thank you for watching. See that? See how the comments come up? Congratulations. Oh, wow. Good support there. Wow, that's good support. That was quick. And um, we, 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 
we have these areas to get a hold of us. So this is a uh, video podcast. We're on uh, right now. We're going live on uh, YouTube. We're on live on Facebook, and we're live on Rumble. We also will post this later on um, Spotify, Spotify, Apple Music, and Apple, everywhere you get your podcast. That's right. So Sean, anything you wanted to say? Uh, we haven't seen you for a while. So where you been? Where you been? What have you been doing? I've been in school. I've been working hard, people. I'm glad to be back. Glad to have this. Glad to be on the show again. And if you notice, I don't know if you noticed, we I've uh, set all the cameras different now. Everybody's not orange anymore. Yeah, <laughs> we we worked on my the cameras. Fake, my fake tan is in there, isn't on camera anymore. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing to me? Well, we have these expensive cameras. So how's school? When are you done? Good. Um, I'm done in May. I think May seventh is the last date. All right. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. So we missed you. We really do. You know, we have we have the team here, and uh, it's just been short, uh, uh, Tyler and I. So it's been kind of a little bit, uh, you know, tough. Well, we thank you to, for being here. So today we have uh, Chip Bruce, who is a lifelong t- friend of mine. We worked in Lavalette. We worked in State Park. He's the captain of the uh, uh, Island Beach State Park. And he's going uh, they, to they, talk about some of the new things that they have there, uh, the new raises they have, and the new program they're going to have with the junior lifeguarding. We're all excited about that. We're a big proponent of the junior lifeguard uh, programs. We have one in Seaside Heights that's really robust. Timmy Hartman, they have them up in uh, Spring Lake. And I think that the survival of the, uh, you know, the lifeguard profession is really, that's where it's going to survive with getting these kids in there. Without it, I just think we're going to lose. There's not a lot of pools around here anymore. There's not a lot of swimming programs. Ocean County College doesn't have swimming. Rutgers doesn't have a swimming program. I don't know where we're going to get these kids. So, it, you know, Rutgers doesn't have a swimming program. I hear no. I don't know how somebody could t- tell me about that, but I hear no. Wow. And it's not a priority anymore. So, if we, where are these kids going to learn to swim and learn to uh, work on the beach? You get them when they're, we, we got kids 9, 10, 11, 12 years old starting out on our beach patrol. I mean, our starting, at, yeah. And you get them that young, and they get a little swimming experience. I mean, even if they just the summers, that's that's your pool. I think that's the future of lifeguarding. And uh, I, it, it, I just think that's such an important program. And I'm really, really excited about what Chip has to uh, uh, tell us about the program that uh, they've developed up there. I think it's an excellent uh, thing. And, and so, Chip, without further ado, can you yeah, fill us in? So what's the, what's the good news? The good news is we're uh, – I can't year. hear you. Um, yep. It's Sean, can you just take the bottom thing? Yeah, talk now. Better? Yeah, I yeah. think this thing is loose here. I'm going to have to put in no one. that? Get, speak now. Get. Uh, okay. We can hear you. Yeah. All right. So um, what we're looking to do is start, this is our first year for the Junior Lifeguard Program. And um, what we want to do is uh, use that, as you said, as our pool for moving forward. So um, this year we're going to actually hire junior lifeguards and they're going to be a paid uh, contingent of the beach patrol. So um, we're in the development stages of what the program is going to look like. What does that um, mean? Like like a, con- like a junior guard is a contingent part of your beach patrol. Okay. So um, they can't be certified officially through the USLA. So um, to be in an active guarding role, um, they really can't be that lead person. Yeah. Um, but we're, what we're looking to do is develop, obviously, the physical skills, the conditioning, the, uh, the swimming, the running, and, and so on. Um, teach them how to use the equipment. And, but more importantly, the experiences of being out on the beach, learning the water, uh, the weather, weather patterns, um, you know, how those uh, come into play. And, uh, as it being it affects a, the, the yeah, waves and everything. Uh, if yeah. there's if there's a rescue though, can they like help pull the rope in or something? 
Um, if you got that far, yeah. yeah. If, if if they if it's an emergency situation and where there's no one else around, um, but the likelihood of that is is uh, probably not going to happen on our beach because of the way our coverage is. Um, but they will be, um, you know, actively trained the entire summer and getting paid for it. So, um, and then what we're looking to do is, and I think uh, when Timmy was on, he was talking about the importance of, of making sure that they are uh, trained well. And I think this it gives us an opportunity to basically train them for two years. So as a junior guard, it creates the pool for the rookie class the next year. And so now the rookie class, they'll go through our rookie training and so on, but they'll be better skilled when they mount the stand. They'll be better educated. So they can start getting paid at 14 and or 15, 15, 15. and then 16, they can become official uh, IBSP. Yeah, life so cards? they'll go, okay. they'll go through the training program, uh, the rookie training and so on at, at our beach. And I think most USLA beaches, there's a minimum uh, number of, of uh, let's say retraining hours that uh, every guard has to do. Um, for the recertification, so um, at our beach, all the guards go through retraining anyway. Um, this will just be a more in-depth phase. So we'll be looking for those uh, junior guards to move into the rookie class the following year, should they choose to. Hopefully, they do. Yeah, and pass the test, and uh, so on. So we'll use them in in a variety of capacities. Um, they'll be helping out set up the beach. They'll learn how to do that. Those kinds of things. Um, you know, uh, dealing with public relations, uh, teach them how to do that. Uh, lost children, uh, it, searches in terms of the beach. It seems like a great skill because I got, you know, obviously like uh, 15, you you still want to be a kid a little bit and you right. like want to hang out with your friends because they're not going to spend the whole day with you guys, are they? Are they? Well, we're, we're, uh, we're talking about how we want to do that right now. Right now, I think we are going to set up... Um, like a rotating calendar, but we're thinking um, some half days, some full days, um, as we as we move them let, through the summer. Let me let me let me ask you a question, uh, Chip, because this is something you know. This opens up a lot of interesting uh, things. So you you could pay a, a child, like you could pay somebody fifteen, but not no no not younger, right? right. So you're gonna uh, in your program, you'll accept younger kids, though. So no, we're get, we're what we want to do is we want to build backwards. So. A lot of the other towns, I believe, run their junior uh, lifeguard programs as like an offshoot, so like a camp. So the the kids will come in and do like a week or two right. of like a junior lifeguard camp. That's what we do so right on. now. Right. And uh, people are paying for that, um, just like they would for a, you right. know, a summer right. camp or whatever. So we will build, uh, what I'd like to do, the vision is to build, back build that in so that those kids, those come in and do like camp and then roll into the junior guard program, and then roll in eventually ah, to the rookie class. That's smart. So, so, so that your modeling would be: you're going to start the the 15 year olds. You're going to pay them. Uh, you're going to have a certain amount of kids. Whatever the program is going to be uh, developed, it will be developed into. And then, once you have that solid, then you're going to start having the younger kids come in as a camp scenario, right. and then they'll feed into that which gives them the incentive to come into the camp. Right. And then the kids who work there and do very well, then they become lifeguards. Right. That's great. I think that's a, yeah. I tell you, that's a great model. Yeah. It seems, that seems really great. I mean, yeah, I, and then, and then, uh, you know, my big thing is, you, you know, uh, it's not a knock against the rookies, but they spend the entire summer, you know, obviously they go through rookie training, rookie camp, school, whatever we want to call it. And then they spend the entire summer really learning how to manage the people, how to read the water, and and 
it's not really until I want to say till the end of the summer that they really start to get it. So by using, you know, my feeling is by using this model uh, coming in as junior lifeguards, they've already had a year of that. So we're ahead of the game as they enter the the rookie class. So it's almost like your freshman team moving up to your JV team, yeah, and then your JV team moving into your varsity yeah. squad. Um, so that's the vision. Um, we're hoping it, it works the way we we envision it. Well, I think I, I, I think that's a great I think that's that, I, that is so good. And I think that, like I said, we're going to have other programs here discussing junior lifeguarding. We're going to bring one of our guys in who, uh, had, you know, deals with it, Steve Van Heis. Uh, we, we have, I think, sometimes 50 to 70 kids. It's, it's been it's crazy. I mean, how many people we have. And so it's, and it's always been like that. Um, and we've had uh, quite a few lifeguards right. who came onto our program. And it's a lot of fun. It mm-hmm. takes a lot of time, but it's right. a lot of fun. And it's uh, great for the community. We have a party. We give them shirts, and they get a bag. And right. I mean, uh, you, st- you see the kids walking around. You know, they come back every year. They still right. got the shirts and stuff, junior lifeguarding. And uh, the lifeguards love it. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, uh, some of the young kids just enjoy having that time right. with, the, you know, teaching these kids. So it's, it's a, it, it, it right. develops that whole uh, enthusiasm for the beach. Right, right. And uh, we'll get we're going to get the uh, Timmy Hartman in here and other beach patrols. I really want to have a bunch of uh, programs mm-hmm. uh, shows to really highlight it. And if anybody's out there who wants to develop this, you know, mm-hmm. we'll give them some ideas. Right. Uh, well, one thing I want to talk to you about, Chip, is what about now? The other big thing that is really amazing, and I think it's going to benefit all of us, is the the pay scale that you guys have now that the state of New Jersey has uh, mm-hmm. uh, developed and. Uh, with fourth in your beach. Can you tell us a little bit about it and what, what the yeah, numbers so, are? So um, I can give you some of the numbers. The, the uh, junior guards will be making 16 an hour. Um, when you I, say, okay, 16, 16, really? Guards, wow. 16 an hour. Um, as How old do you have to be? Can you be like 65 and be a junior yeah, lifeguard? Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just <laughs> And uh, yeah, which yeah. Is a, you know, which is a competitive <laughs> salary, especially for kids just learning the craft. So, um, so the junior program, uh, they'll start at 16 an hour. Wow. And then our starting pay this, this year, just, uh, it just went up and just, uh, got approved because there were a number of years and, and depending on what beach you talk to, you're behind this beach, behind that beach, this beach is ahead and, and so on. But, um, recruiting and, and drawing in the, the kind of caliber, um, you know, people that you want, uh, to be lifeguards, you know, uh, and especially with the hazards that go with the job, you have to pay them. So this year, um, our rookie class walking in the door, um, if they're hired, they pass the test and, and the interview and, and so on. Um, they'll be making an 1850. Wow. That's, that, that's really, that's really amazing. Which is a far cry from the, you remember the days where we started. <laughs> it was like yeah, a couple I got, dollars, like yeah. two, two something. Yeah. I think something. we got like $20 a yeah. day. Yeah, you know, geez. so yeah. let me, let me get this. Let me just appreciate this. I'm going to sever this because this is right. really, I, I don't know if everybody realizes how important this is because this is really now, I see this on one of several things that are happening with lifeguarding. It's becoming to a point where we are now being recognized as a serious mm-hmm. entity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got guys like, um, Jerry Faulkner down in yeah. Miami, which, yeah. you know, the Miami Beach Patrol is like, you know, mm-hmm. par on, on Soleil. I mean, they are unbelievable. You got guys like Timmy, you know, Hartman, and, you know, now you, and, you know, not, not you, but right. you got, we're, we're professionals, you know, Seaside Heights, right. I mean, we, we, you know, we, 
we run a tough beach. I mean, we have, uh, so now I think people are starting to see that. And now the pay is coming in. That is, that um, demonstrates what, you know, these right. kids are worth. And that, that's really right. should be. Let, let me ask you this. Uh, with the 1850 starting out, what about, you know, the rest, like the scene, like say if you're a seven year guard now, what would that, how does That'll that? Be, um, like, you know, I forget roughly. what our spread is, but it'll roughly go up. Uh, there's a bump of at least 50 cents uh, per year increment. Um, we're still kind of finalizing the top end. Um, but um, what happened to us, and, and probably to some extent some of the other beaches, when um, they initiated the, uh, the minimum wage increase and you had to have it in place at $15 an hour by, uh, what's it, uh, 23, I think it is. Or yeah. yeah, I think this, uh, so, this, this just interrupt, but the seasonal, we did have a carve out, just right. so you know. So I, I think it's at thirteen dollars an hour now. Yeah, but that's still affected because during right. the season you can have a full time job paying fifteen. Right, right, right. It, it is, but we're not. So, but yeah, good, but yeah, so it's happening anyway. Was we, you know, the state had a graduated increase for for all, let's say, seasonals. Um, and then what happened is, uh, so let's just say uh, Liv starts as as a rookie this year, and let's just say she was making thirteen, and then the following year because of that schedule. Um, the rookie class coming in would get 14 and she's a second year and she's making 14. Right. So uh, it created some bubbles where, um, you know, it was, it was hard to keep people. The incentive to stay was like, okay, I didn't get it. Uh, you know, I got an increase, but I'm still making, you know, bottom dollar where I can go somewhere else and make, you know, make more money. So, so this is all going to bump up now. So uh, everyone across the board is going to get some kind of increase. Um, you know, uh, in that, that schedule, um, which obviously our, you know, we have, uh, I think what, uh, last count 20 something, uh, applicants that are going to come take the test, wow. which is what it was like years ago when you had that enthusiasm about just being a lifeguard yeah. and it really wasn't uh, a concern, uh, about the pay. <laughs> and again, I like um, the safety net that these like 15 year olds get because they don't like they have, they see the responsibilities that they will have to adopt, but they don't. Right. It's not demanded instantly. Right. Like, of them. Right. So it's it's incremental in what they're going to be exposed to, and their training is uh, incremental, uh, and so on. And I think, I think what happens is the public sees us, uh, you know, sitting in the sun and up on the stand, and and when they see us react to an emergency, um, you know, I'll speak for for you know uh, probably many of the beaches. That's when they see. Oh my God! That's when they they're. You know, when we're needed, we're needed. Yeah. You know, no, yeah, so they, see us, they see us sitting a lot and they don't, you know, right, sometimes. Right. So it's, it's kind of hard. Uh, and, and from a, their perspective, I, I, you know, I understand that. But um, the reality is uh, lifeguards are first responders and, yeah. and respond to. And I don't think the public, um, you know, uh, just because they're not aware of the training it takes and, and what lifeguards go through to become certified, to become you know, first aid certified, CPR certified, AED certified, um, the physical piece, learning about the skills for, the for lifeguarding and so on. Um, you know, it's kind of funny when we hand the rookies our manual, our manual is 112 pages long. Yeah. You know, so. So, so Chip, t t tell us, so if I'm a, um, a parent listening or a lifeguard wants to come on a job, 
when is your tryouts? What do I have to be able to do? And then just give me a, an average day. Well, I think with the junior lifeguard, but but also a junior, a, a, a new lifeguard coming on there. Like what? Okay, like how many so, hours, you know, how many hours you work? You know what? what you know, do I get a how many do I get lunch? You know what? What's what's just a general yeah, a feel about um, your beach patrol? Our, I think it's pretty standard for many of the beaches, especially if you're USLA certified, which is our certifying agency. Um, the USLA is, uh, um, I don't want to say governing body, but it's a mm -hmm. certifying body, mm -hmm. um, has certain minimum requirements for, uh, both the agency, which would be the beach patrol and lifeguards as individuals. So you, um, you start, you, you show up our tests. We run two tests. Uh, our tests will be April, uh, 30th and May, uh, no, April 29th, I think it is. And, and I think it's the 30th. 30th. Wait, wait, so wait, April, say it again, April? 30th. Uh, and? And uh, May, um, it's, it's not the first, 7th. They're and where's the, where's the test apart. at? Tom's River YMCA. Okay, um, Tom's River Y. You know, 12, yeah. uh, 12 to 2 is the test. Uh, and basically, you show up. Um, if you're under 16, you have to have a perma, uh, parental approval, a permission slip to take the test. So we administer the test. It's a 500-meter swim in under 10 minutes, 10 minutes or less. And then there's a run, 400-timed uh, run. Yeah, that's and then, about the same. Yeah, and an interview. And that's pretty standard for any of the USLA beaches, I think. Um, and then there's an interview. And at the interview, we talk a little bit about our training program and, and – um, you know, the day, what it would be like, uh, try to get a sense of their background, what, uh, did they play any sports or how they heard about Island Beach or whatever. And, um, our, then once they're hired and they fill out the paperwork and we start our training, um, they work eight hours a day. All the guards work eight hours a day. They won't at, at Island Beach, they won't see a stand, um, until after 4th of July, 4th of July weekend. Um, so when you so say an eight-hour day, so how they, what time do you have day, to show up? Like when our, they have to day, get to the headquarters? They, they get to headquarters at 9.30. We typically have a, a quick meeting at headquarters, 9.30, uh, and the beach opens at 10. So we're up at 10, uh, set up the beach, and, and they're in guarded positions, um, you know, until 6 o'clock. We have a training break, a uh, morning training break. Um, not everyone trains at the same time. So we have a morning training break where part of the, the beach patrol would, goes to the, the training break. Then there's another training break and another one. Oh, okay. Then they'll, sit, um, then they'll sit and we have lunch breaks. They get a 45-minute lunch, uh, uh, half-hour, 45-minute lunch. Um, and then we have an afternoon uh, training schedule. So there's a first training break, second training break, uh, third training break. That sounds really good. Yeah. And then uh, – you know the, the the rookie camp for the rookies. Uh, like I said, they don't uh, they train from the day they're hired uh, until um, we have uh, what we call RKT. It's a rookie knowledge test, um, and it's uh, it's both a physical test and a written test that they have to pass. And, how do they prepare for that? How would they prepare for that written test? The written test is basically on on uh, our manual. Um, so we have in-class sessions with them about the manual. We go over the manual, the rules of the beach. And, and oh, I got it. I got it. And uh, someone like Liv will put them through that. 
Yeah. You're awful quiet over there. <laughs> well, we're going to introduce her in a minute. I just wanted to so, find out because this is so, yeah. this is this is so, this is groundbreaking you know, stuff. And our you know? our uh, our uh, our training program, uh, you know, like many of the beaches, but we, we pride ourselves on our training program. No guard sits our stand without going through our training break. So if you came from Seaside Heights and in the interview, I say you have to go through Wiki Train, and we've had guards come from other yeah, beaches, yeah, and we yeah, say, yeah. you know, uh, I remember yeah. one guy in particular. Yeah, they're probably um, not that big of a fan of that, huh? Yeah, one guy was giving me a little, well, I'm an eight-year guard and all. I'm like, that's nice, you know. Yeah. But you got to learn the protocol. But, you know, right, every beach patrol, you know. every beach patrol has a different protocol. Right. So just, you know, yeah. and um, yeah, it's a good so thing. They, I'm just, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. It, it just is. And, well, and one of the things I, you know, I, I say to somebody like that is that you can't have an ego. Like, yeah. you, you have to always be... Yeah. You got to be ready to be a part of the team. Yeah, and willing to learn. So, um, what, yeah. what, what, when, when do you start? Like, so when does the beach open? What's your, from, we, you know, uh, May to, to Labor Day? Or you go, you told me you go so, past, you go to the end yeah, of September. Yeah. So when do you, when do you, when is the so first our day. beach, our active uh, guarding starts uh, Memorial Day weekend. We'll we'll start Memorial Day weekend guarding weekends, but we will have uh, our retraining weeks follow the tests. So the guys will come in, and they, the, you know, the returning guards have a choice. They can they can train. They can come to one of the two tests. Everybody right. has to take the test. Right. Right. So um, then we start the following week with retraining weekends. So we have a schedule of. Uh, um, you know, half the guys or whoever's around. This is this school. is before Memorial Day. Before Memorial Day, yeah, it's about basically what we do. the week after the test. We start, right. uh, so they'll be yeah. there for eight hours doing, you know, training. Are they getting paid for this too? Yeah, yeah, yeah Saturday yeah, yeah. and Sunday. so they're on a schedule. They're right. being paid, right? And then uh, Memorial Day weekend, we'll have uh, after that, we'll have a skeleton crew start setting up the beach, bringing down the equipment and things like that. And Memorial Day, we start sitting. Uh, we open up uh, part of the beach uh, on weekends. And through the week, we'll have a uh, skeleton crew that'll do maintenance and be around in case there's an emergency. So you you'll guys, you guys don't have uh, you guys don't have stands up and down all of IBSP, right? No, no. Yeah. no. So, we're, so we're, how does that go? Yeah, how does I that go? Three hundred. But let me but before you, before no, you, you, to, okay, what? But anyway, let's, let's finish this one thing before. So when you so you guys because this is important. A lot of beaches want to know this, and um, we like for us in Seaside Heights, we start in uh, the first one or two weeks uh, toward the end of may we're setting up everything and we're full-blown full every day uh m you know memorial going forward but you guys do just weekends for the june like how does uh, it how does it work like we open up uh, part of the beach on weekends and we have a skeleton crew around um through the week and then on um whatever uh what's it the second weekend in june i believe we open up uh, full swing Okay. And then um, the southern swimming area, which is down by um, Tyson Shoal, that'll open up 4th of July weekend, typically. Okay. So you stagger and, it. Yeah. Um, and and, your others, and you go how long to the other end? We, we run right through to uh, Labor Day, a full beach operation. And then uh, after Labor Day, we shut down half the beach, which would be the basically the, the, the second half of the beach. Uh, we have the two pavilion areas, so... Um, we call it South Beach. South Beach would close, and then uh, North Beach would be open um, right through the end of uh, September. 
Um, okay. Usually, okay. you know, through the week, there's not too many uh, people around. So we'll Start have a very, yeah. very uh, small crew on. And then the weekends, we'll have a fuller crew. Let me ask you this. Do you do you guys pay overtime or you don't need to have that because you know what's well, going to, how does that work? Because we pay overtime, yeah, you know. Yeah. Or time uh, and, so it's time and a half overtime. So yeah, I just want to, to some extent, we don't, um, it's, it's on an as needed basis. So there are nights where we have, uh, we're a crowded beach and, and we're going off duty at six and, and, um, you know, if we, uh, the officers and I talk and we deem it necessary to keep some, some people on, then they would, they would stay on and, uh, just kind of, uh, they're acting in a, a response mode. They're not yeah. actively guarding. Yeah. They're just yeah. response. I, I want to make this point because I think this is something, you know, you, Chip and I been, you know, together for many, many years and, uh, we've been lifeguarding together. We're not together. You know, we don't, <laughs> yeah. we don't hold hands or anything like that, but, and yeah, we have all our colleagues. Now we're Seaside Heights, your state park, you got Lavalette, you got all these beaches. And I want people to understand that, you know, every beach here is great to work for. It has this unique, mm-hmm. uh, flair. You know, we may work more days, mm-hmm. but you know, we're not, we're not, you know, we don't, we don't meet, you know, we don't have the eighteen dollars, but we, we have very, but we pay overtime. You know, uh, you guys may do tournaments, we don't do tournaments. You know, it, we have a different kind of crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so everybody, every beach has its flavor, and you have to really look at what you want. I don't know if necessarily like everybody's like, oh my god, you know, you guys are going to be eighteen dollars an hour, but you know, not everybody may want to go to your beach. Right. Maybe they have other, you know, maybe it's like if I live in Lavalette, I probably gonna, even though it's, it's not as much money, I might want to stay there because it's right. my town or whatever. But my point is, is that every lifeguard out there or any, whoever's looking at this, they should really evaluate it, not just for the money, but for the, you know, what the, the environment, what kind, you know, the, uh, the officer staff, I know Chip, and that's a beautiful place. I mean, they got air conditioned locker rooms. You know? yeah. I mean, that's a beautiful place down there. And, and, uh, uh, you know, Seaside Heights, another thing, Lavalette's another thing, uh, up North, you know, the Spring Lake. But I think we all have to, uh, understand that, uh, just getting onto any beach, is 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 unbelievable you got the ability to save somebody's life Mm -hmm. and so no matter where you line line up so i don't think you should be upset if you don't get on one beach or the other you know because uh, but i think that the state park is a great place to work i've I've been there it's beautiful island beach state park is like a wonderland it's it's Great. And you're going to get yeah, some well, action, yeah. man. You're going to get yeah. some action. So, so, so can we just, because listen, you have another guest here that right. you brought. And I, I just want to uh, throw it out here that obviously she's a female. And when I started, when we started lifeguarding, there weren't too many females in, 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 in lifeguarding. And as it grew and to, to where it is now, some of the beach holes are 50%, half are women. And the level of expertise as lifeguarding is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, you know, making this up. The, the, the ability like on the board and swimming and it, they've, they've just given a great dynamic to the, to the whole thing. And, uh, I, I think it's just a wonderful, wonderful scenario. Our, our beach, you know, we, we, we've had women, we've had our beach, we've had all kinds. We, we don't discriminate really. I mean, we're, we're we, we've had every nationality. We, uh, uh, we, we used to hire the Russians. It's just, we couldn't hire anyone because they couldn't speak English. You know, it's not good to have Russians now. Everybody's all upset. <laughs> but I think that, uh, Women have definitely added a new dimension, a good dimension. Mm-hmm. And so why don't, we, why don't we say hello to our new guest. And if you can introduce yourself. And uh, thank you for coming, number one. Thank you for having and me. And if you could just tell us, you, you work for the state park. Like, how did you 
what, what, how did you get there? Like, what were the things that you, uh, like, how did, did you go in a junior lifeguard program somewhere? Where did you come from? Like, how did you get there? So if you let us know, um, give us that information. I grew up in Tom's River, so very local to the area. Swam for high school. All of my friends were like, hey, Island Beach is hiring. Let's all go there. What, what high school did you swim for? I swam for Tom's River North. Okay, okay. So we have a lot of North. What, was your, uh, what was your specialty? Uh, the 500. Ooh, freestyle? Yes. Ooh, distance, distance. distance. Oh boy. Yeah, that's what I was. I was. I was a distance. I was a distance. You know, yeah. five hundred and I, very not too much thousand, but five hundred. So go ahead. So you weren't there, and then yeah, tried out. Didn't get hired at first. <laughs> yeah, it happens sometimes. Actually, it's actually a funny, <laughs> funny story yeah. here. Go ahead. Um, yeah, what happened? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> so, I wrote a letter to the captain, <laughs> and by I, I mean I was. 16 years old. My mom helped me. My mom wrote it. <laughs> was it the captain ship at the time? Yeah. It was. Oh, oh wow. And we yeah. wrote this nice email. We sent it to him. And I guess one of the rookies that were hired dropped out. And he called me up. Was wow. The position. Wow. That's a great story. And do you yeah, it is. Do you remember what you said in the letter? <sighs> I no. don't Or the email, I should say. I you don't do. remember. I what do. was it, Chip? What did she say? <laughs> it was uh, very well written. And... Um, <laughs> I was very impressed with the email, the way it was laid out and uh, how much she really wanted to work at the beach and how, um, you know, dedicated uh, she would be to the program and so on. I was like, wow, wow. this is pretty impressive. So she was the the first one I called uh, and the rest is history. Wow. So can you tell us about the first day, like the, the first day that you went in and and uh, how it was and what your experience was and, and you know, like it, it, it meet all your expectations well you were young you started with 16 yes i started so. at 16 um i was just very excited and i had a lot of friends that were older than me that were rookies prior so i kind of knew what i was going into didn't know the extent of it or any of the tests involved right. but very excited went there the first day loved every wow. minute of it couldn't wait to go back the second day my mom used to tell me that she would think I was coming home from summer camp just because I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. She used to threaten me saying she was going to call up the state park and tell them to stop paying me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's great. That's great. So, and, and so you kept on working and the first year, do you remember anything that, uh, any kind of rescue or something memorable or the first time you got in a boat or like what, what, what was something the first year that you could really, that's really sticks out of your mind that you remember? Anything? We took our test right before 4th of July. So my first day actually sitting the stand was on 4th of July. Woo! And I yeah. just remember it being packed. The park had closed. And being on the stand is a completely different experience than going through that training. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's nice about the program that we run. You do get a lot of weeks of that training and the physical aspect of it and learning different scenarios but you also need that experience too. So then being able to sit with other guards, we usually have three to a stand. So if you're a rookie guard, you get to sit with two older guards and they get to teach you as well as the officers will come down. Yeah, one of the things that I try to teach the lifeguards, it's funny you think about it, right. it's just, to, you know, because we use whistles. Everybody knows we blow with a whistle and, you know, and we get some of these new guards and go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, I got we have I got to teach him how to right. What, what was the, uh, give them uh, Liv can tell you what her first day of training was. What, what, what did what, we do? What, the first, what was what, what was your, your first? 
My first, my first day, Cashmore tried to drown me, teaching yeah. you like what happens when you try to get a victim. I tell everybody. <laughs> well, you know, how, you know how I am, Chip. Uh, I'm yeah. like, well, the guys, you know, I like these. You know, the guy, if he's not telling you into, you know, these guys are a little cocky. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, all right, come on. Uh, you know, there's all oh, this old guy. So I swim out there, you know, crepity and everything, and then I get him out there, and I'll, you know, yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then like the yeah, yeah the rescue procedure and stuff, and then just tries to pull you under. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, not you know. So yeah, we, we do a quick little, um, well, not a quick, but we spend a few minutes, uh, a little bit of time talking to them about the program, what to expect, yeah. and so yeah. on. And um, you know, some nuts and bolts. And then, what's the first thing you do after that meeting? Get your whistle. Right, and then what? We go on a hop. We call it. Yeah, hop. Uh, what's what's that? What's a hop? Three what's mile a run. Ooh, yeah. Right out of blocks, three miles. And then do you, you run down the, because I, I worked, let I mean, her, I, you know, let we, her you, tell you. She'll yeah, tell yeah, you. tell me. So, yeah. Yeah, we start roadside and progressively throughout the training season, I'll call it. Right. Uh, we switch, we alternate sand. Well, sand what's road. the first thing you do when you get down to the Tice's there, he's having? Yeah, so about a mile day. and a half down, we stop. <laughs> We walk over to the bayside and we have them practice their whistles. Ah, uh, okay, good. <laughs> and good, they good, realize good. that it's actually pretty hard. hard. They've never blown it before. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah, hard. Yeah, 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 and yeah. they have a homework assignment. They have to go home, go in their closet, and practice. <laughs> <laughs> in their closet. That's great. I love that. But it's it's really true. Uh, like I'll get up there and you know I'll show the kids and I, and I try to tell them you know you gotta if the wind's blowing you know you, you gotta tr and and the, I, I try to tell them then have the other lifeguard stands blow the whistle you sh when you're sitting on the other stand you should intuitively know well listen the wind's blowing now that way i gotta help those guys out because their whistle is going to go the other way and uh it, it's it's not just learning how to you know get that sound out there it really it's learning how to get how how to get the volume but also how to get it out there and direct it did you so. miss uh rookie training absolutely yeah yeah that's one thing that that i think uh if you poll most of our guards you know especially when they come back the second year and they're they're not so as involved in the rookie training they're like oh i miss it you know? yeah, yeah yeah so so you learn to whistle you're running what about the board and the boat like what's had had you guys get into the when when did that all come about uh well usually in the morning we do the runs and then we'll we'll go onto the beach and we'll learn a new skill we usually start with just free torps uh, okay we go into lines we have a couple of days of rescue boards a couple of days of kayaks and then we get into the boats ah you guys push the, you, know, you guys have like, you know, how are you on the board? So you guys push the boards. You have a, a, a protocol trip or you just. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. um, it's graduated. So their first, uh, their first couple of days we spend time, you know, talking about the water, water mm -hmm. entry and practicing that. And, and then we go to the, the torps, both, uh, you know, the can and the, and the tube, uh, soft torp. Um, and then we progress to the boards and they do a few things with the boards and the kayaks and then eventually the boats but it's graduated right um, now now what do you think about swimming a rope can out how do you like that nobody likes that right no it's tough <laughs> and we make them swim at first without fins yeah oh, yeah. yeah 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 nobody likes yeah. nobody likes yeah. the rope you know it's yeah. a, especially uh uh yeah it, it, you always think somebody's pulling it you know mm -hmm. So or you feel like a worm on like the end of a hook in the right. middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the rope yeah. can is, is is definitely. Then, um, what what the first so the first year? Do you remember any um, any um, uh, big rescues or anything? Did you have? Do you remember anything? Or or for that matter, any year? You know, can you remember? We always like to get a story from one of our lifeguards. You know, what what what, what went down? Can you remember anything? Or well, I actually didn't have my first real rescue until my fourth or fifth summer. Yeah. And I was actually helping to train the rookie guards at that point. Uh -huh. So we were all, all out there. We were probably about 
50 yards offshore, and we were practicing non-equipment rescues, just in case you ever get in that situation. That's a good idea, yeah. I look over about 10 yards to my right. There's a little boy struggling. Did exactly what we were training the rookies. Grabbed him, brought him in, and the rookies were just like, that's what we're supposed to do? And we're like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you say that's a good, that's a, oh, uh, dovetail that. When you talk about a non-instrument uh, rescue. So that's an interesting, you, you teach that. That's something that, you know, we try to, you know, we always say don't try to go in without something. But you know, if you're a lifeguard and you're trained uh, very well, it's certainly doable. Can, can you, when do you guys want to expand on that? Because I think that's a great thing to talk about a, you know, like I say, for us, when we talk about the general population, we say, listen, never go in with a flotation device. And for that matter, if you, if you can, you want to bring a surfboard or obviously something. But, what, but you know, when I like the pool lifeguards and when they teach you the regular uh, lifeguarding, um, you know, pool stuff, it's, 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 you know, grab somebody, bring them in. So how do you guys teach that? What do you teach them to do? And how does that, uh, you, want to, you want to talk uh, about it a little bit? So what yeah. would, if you were going to train me how to, or a rookie, uh, new kids this summer coming in, how do you train them to do a rescue without any equipment? Well, the most important piece is to make sure you don't get too close because if you don't have any equipment or any barrier in between you, if they grab a hold of you in the wrong way, you might go down with them. So yeah. you want to make sure that you keep your distance. Yeah. Um, we teach them how to reach for the right hand and spin them backwards. We use our hip to kind of propel them out of the water, and one of our arms will be over on top, and we kind of grab them around their chest. And then we use our hip, mm-hmm. use our legs, and we yeah. The f- the focus, as Liv pointed out, is mm-hmm. to make sure that um, a equipment is always better, always better. But in our situation, we spend a lot of time training them on non-equipment things um, because of the nature of our park. You know, if they go on a run down the beach, you know, they could be you know a couple of miles down the beach and not have anything, any you know boogie board, anything. And so um, we spend a lot of time working on that skill uh, yeah hoping they never have to use it yeah it's it's tough and um you know i, I mean i can remember times where uh, i'd go out and i'm the lead can and and uh you get to the victim and then there's another two victims mm-hmm. and one's about you know maybe 10 feet 20 feet 30 feet to to to, to your left or right and then what do you do you know I, i've tried to drag the person with me right. you know yeah, and say come on kick and you know right. and then and the guy's right. going down it's hard. It's a, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough scenario. And, uh, you know, sometimes we had one where, um, you know, you're going out, there's three victims. We always talk about, you know, three in a row mm-hmm. and it's further out and there's one in between and, you know, you, you could theoretically drop your can off and then go for the further one. It's, it's a tough decision. Right. I don't, I don't, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you what's right or wrong, but I think it's good, smart, uh, to train how to make an, a, a rescue without equipment because you, that's another tool in your box. Right. And we, we spend a lot of time on that skill. Um, but you, you bring up a good point. Um, one of the things I think we start the first day, right, telling them that we need thinkers. We don't need robots. Um, because a lot of what we do in, in terms of the training, the mechanics of utilizing the, quiz, uh, the equipment is almost robotic. You know, here's how you take the torp. Here's how you, you know, present it to the victim and so on. But the reality is, you you'll be in a situation where it's not textbook it's not going no. that way and so no. um we 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 want thinkers we want them to be able to think their way through a situation that like you just said you know the typical rule is first out farthest but you know you may have to make a decision like you say so we need 
people who, and that's one of the points I think we emphasize in the training is we need people who can think their and, way through and, things. And, and that's what I say to these guys. You know, Sean, Sean started on the beach when he, when he was younger, and he, and he could attest to how many times I tell these people. I say, you know, you got it's dynamic, it's fluid, and you have to really think about it. So, like, when you're going out on a rescue, let's just say you're coming down on a cover. You have a can, and... Either the rescue's going on, they got two or three people, and now you're running down, and there's two other, two or three other people in trouble, and they're spread out. What do you do? You got to go in. Obviously, there's no rope. They're they're further away. Now you got three people. That you, you, I can't tell you exactly what to do, but you know, if you could corral all three of them onto a can, that's great. But if you can't, then what do you do? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, somebody could be having a seizure, and uh, it's it's difficult. And I, we've had times where. You know, out there, you have to think. And that's the toughest thing. That's why I like training and, and competition because what, what competition does is it makes you, gives you, it forces you to think when you're gassing. When I say gassing, when you're right. hurting. You know it is. It's hard to think <laughs> when you're when you sucking know, air when you're like sucking it. big time air, man. And but you have to think that way. And and the other thing too is I tell these guys is is you know when you're swimming out and I, and I'm going on on a rescue or I'm even working out in the morning. I'm always stopping, looking back and forth. I'm checking the beach. I'm listening for whistles. And that's something that we all talk about is the minute you step on that stand, I'm um, sand on that beach. You got to be your radar has to be zoom zoom. And you can't, you don't really can't just sit there and, and lay on your laurels. If you're out there riding waves, as soon as you get in, ride a wave, you get up, you check things out. People yeah, look at me, they go, I mean, you okay, Mike? I'm like, yeah. no, I'm just making sure, you know. Well, Liv will tell you, um, there have been times when we go walking up the beach and, and it's first thing in the morning and you'll see all the older guards start taking off for the water and all the young guys are standing around like, what's going on? Yeah. It's because as soon, right, as soon as they uh, clear the water, I mean, the top of the dunes, they see something in the water and they're, and they're gone. Yeah. So that scanning piece is also uh, a critical skill. Yeah. That takes a long time to, um, to, to learn how to see somebody. Uh, so I'll ask you the question. Uh, you know, you said your fourth year you had a rescue. How many years did it take for you to really recognize somebody in the water when they're in trouble? Not, you know, not to the point where they're like, help me, but, but way before that, like how long did that take you to be able to see that, that body English, that, that, uh, and somebody gave me a hard time about body language. I told him that's a, that's a real word. And uh, I think it was the, uh, uh, captain of the, uh, lifeguard of the, uh, uh fire department, right. Spring Lake. He's like, that ain't a word. I go, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. I sent him the text, but when, how many years did it take? Cause it takes years. I, I mm-hmm. think it takes four or five years, but how long, when did you like say, aha, you know, how, when, when, when did that haha moment come for you? Uh, I would agree. It definitely takes years. Um, maybe towards the end of year three, four or five, yeah. I would say is when you really start to get a feel for it. And again, it all comes down to experience because it doesn't matter what training you're going through. Sitting yeah. in the stand is completely different and every situation is different. So you're, you're never going to have two situations alike. So you really have to remember to think and not just perform. Yeah. yeah it's, and, that, it's, and that goes back to the, the way we're part of the reason why we're structuring the junior lifeguard program the way it is so that they've already had, by the time they enter the rookie program, the rookie training, they've already had a year. They've utilized some of the equipment, the the training, the, you know, the time we spend teaching them how to read the water and so on. And even though you're teaching them, they, you know, sometimes you're like, okay, here's a rip. This is what, you know, here's the hydraulics on it. And, and they look at you like, and they shake their head. Yeah, yeah, I see it. I see it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's it, so, you know, with the junior lifeguard program, we're hoping that that before they even 
get into the training, the full training piece, they've already had a year of training. Well, I, I think so. I think there's a lot of wisdom in junior lifeguarding because it, it, it teaches them several things that I think is important. You know, the dynamics of the water. It's not just you know, be able to swim, use a board or use a boat, but you have to be able to understand the water dynamics. We talk about this all the time. And you know, you and I could sit down. I could, I'll come in and I'll say, I guarantee today is going to be bad water and you're going to make rescues. I can almost, I'll put a thousand dollars on it. You know, I, I, we know, you know, like in Seaside, I know on a Sunday afternoon when it's going to be 85 degrees, low tide is at three o'clock, light northeast, three to five, you know, th- two, two, three to four foot swells. We're going to have our hands full. I mean, I just know it. I mean, I can tell you right now. And I, and I, I tell you, it's an hour before. I always tell these guys, the witching hour is coming, you know. Right. And we'll sit there and they're, eh, everything's fine. Then an hour before, right. uh, dead low, an hour after, the, the crap hits the fan. And then, mm-hmm. and then and sometimes it even lasts a little longer. And, uh, we, you know, that's, that's why the sooner you learn that, mm-hmm. we don't have to tell you that. And that's a hard thing for people to understand. Some people never get it. Right. You know, I've had, we have had lifeguards. We had one guy, he was a rescue swimmer for uh, the Coast Guard. Great swimmer, unbelievable athlete. But he just, I mean, after four or five years, he still didn't see the people right. in trouble. Right. And I just, you know, what are you going to do? He is a great swimmer, but right. <laughs> I think he was, I think he was willing to go on the rescue. Yeah. Though. Like I, I know yeah. who you're talking about. He was he willing was, to go, but yeah, he didn't know, but a lot of times no. he didn't see it, you know? Yeah. But yeah. that's, yeah. you know, that, that kind of thing comes with time and experience and, and so on. And I will say, um, and live, uh, you may, um, interject any time, but the, um, I think the, the, that's part of what the women have brought to lifeguarding, that attentiveness to detail and that attentiveness to, to I don't want to say the guys don't watch the water, but I think the women watch the water in a different way. Are you saying the women are smarter than us, Chip? Is that what you're saying? Uh, maybe politely. Are we kind of like, are we kind of like, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, you know. Are you talking to my wife? You <laughs> might agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think, you know, would you, would you, uh, how do you feel as, as, you know, what do you think that the women have brought to our, our beef trolls before our, our house? I mean, we're pretty, we're pretty split even, mm-hmm. right? We almost yeah. have about half the guards being female. I, I, I don't, I tell you what, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm just, I'm, as you're talking right now, I think about all the girls that we had on the beach and I could tell you, uh, all the girls that I, that we've had were, were very, um, I don't want to say, I don't want to use the word aggressive, but they didn't, they didn't take any shit. You know I mean? They, you know, they, they ran their water. And if, and if there was people in the water who didn't listen to them, I mean, I've seen a couple of these girls square off with like, you know, three, you know, tall idiots who are drunk. And I'm like, Oh, well, you know, we, and and I think, I I think, you know, that evolution, that transition, but, uh, about, you know, uh, depending on the year, but almost half, right. Almost half. Um, we've expanded the female locker room, um, and, and, um, yeah, but I think they bring I, a lot I think, to the, yeah, I think they bring a, a lot to the, the plate, as you say, or the program. Um, and I think they, they balance things out. Maybe that's a better way of saying it. They balance out. Um, I think you guys they, see this difference more than we do. Like, for, like it's just kind of like, I, I it's just like what it is to us, honestly. <laughs> so we kind of grew up like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Our, our yeah. beat, our, you know, we've I mean, had, we've, we've had, well, we, I'm sorry, again. When I started, you know, many years ago, I started in in Lavalette, and uh, there were the the women didn't sit the ocean. There were two women actually that that uh, came up to the ocean. Uh, one one gal's name was Michelle, and she she was good, and um, uh, Joe and Jack's sister Julie. Oh yeah, 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 and yeah. and they were. I think yeah. you know, uh, 
think they, you know, if you want to call them the icebreakers in La Valette, they were they were the front runners and and transitioned yeah. open to the ocean and all. But um, you know, we're very proud of our women. Um, they go through the exact same training, right? Yeah. We, there's no no um, differentiation between your training for anyone, right? None at um, all. And um, I think um, on the testing phase, I think um, over the years, some of the women. Um, I'd say a pretty high percentage of the women have done uh, better. We have the uh, the RKT patch, um, and I think it's probably split pretty pretty evenly with pretty women. Pretty evenly, right? yeah. Um, yeah, we, we we get we you know like I said, every beach is different, and uh, you know our beaches we have a tough crowd. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think you guys probably. Uh, have it. I think down, you know, South, South Jersey too, there's some really tough beaches, you know, you got a big crowd and, mm-hmm. but, uh, we, we, we've always had women and, and, uh, we have returning, uh, one of our, our lifeguards, she's just gotten to law school, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, they just, I mean, she made some big rescues last year, the year before, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you know, so she's, she's, she's pretty good. I think it's very positive and I, I'd like to encourage more girls to come and, uh, and, uh, join the program. They're welcome. There's, uh, you know, you got facilities like your facility to accommodate them. We, in our, in our beach, you know, we, 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 we have uh, places for them to shower and everything. We're, we're trying to expand mm-hmm. our facilities, but we're, we're pretty good. And, uh, I think it's just a, a great, great, uh, add to the program. And now your junior lifeguard program is going to be unbelievable. I'm really yeah. excited for you. Yeah, we're excited. We're, uh, we're looking forward to it. Um, Olivia, think, are, you, uh, are you teaching the, are you in charge of the junior guard program? Or do you, she, does she know yet? Do you know yet? She, who's going to, yeah. She doesn't know yet. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she'll be, uh, she'll be an integral part of it, uh, the training of the, the program. Hey, so. Chip, I want, I want to ask you something before I get in, uh, before I forget. What, um, so you guys have the beach down in Taisha Shoal on the ocean mm-hmm. and you have it, um, on the, um, you know, obviously on the other on the other pavilions. Do you guys ever t- talk about having anything on Taisha Shoal on the bay itself? Because no. we have bay lifeguards. You yeah. know? No, no, no idea. No, 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 no. no. Doesn't doesn't for a, for, a, for a lot of reasons. Um, but just the um, it just doesn't. It just, that's not in the cards. It would work. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. just we don't. Yeah. We really focused on bringing that southern. We call it the southern swimming area down there because all of the interactions in terms of. You know, the people park their boats and they walk across uh, Fisherman's Walkway. So it's not um, like a little kiddie swimming area. That's not what no, you have. No, no. So that's, that's right, just, right. There's no real area for swimming, if you think about it, uh, off the park, in, even though people do it. But like Tyson's shoulders, so many boats, and people do swim there, and they get run over by boats. And, yeah, it's and too dangerous. Respond. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, just the way it's laid out and, and so on. So, no, there's never really yeah. been, um, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. In, in Seaside Heights and Lavalette, they've been having a lot of problem with uh, boats rafting up mm-hmm. in their bay beaches. Right. So now, both towns, all the towns, have uh, have legislation that they put out, and I think they're going to have police now in boats patrolling, mm-hmm. and they're going to tighten that up because just for the reasons, you know, there's, there's yeah. um, it's just getting too crowded, and these people with the boats, they're uh, you know rafting up. There's uh, they may not they may not be. Uh, you know they're throwing the the waste material over and then also they're you know swimming there's drinking so i think you're going to see a tightening up of that yeah Yeah, i didn't think there was any uh uh, places and we have a little beach on uh, on our bay Mm -hmm. it's uh we put um 
uh, ropes out with buoys, and it's for kids to swim. Yeah. You know, t- little children. And in fact, yeah. uh, sometimes when we have bad ocean, we'll tell people go down to the bay. You know, it's free, and take your kids down there. Right. It's a lot safer. Yeah. So it's we, kind of like a safety valve for yeah, us. The, the most of the the bay uh, area of the park is more for um, naturalist activities. Yeah. Um, you know, we have kayak tours and things yeah. like that. Clamming stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, I go down there clamming yeah. all the way down. So it's it's it is uh, sand flats down there. So that's pretty good. So now, this year, what are you looking forward to? What do you think? You're going to be working this summer? Oh, absolutely. And uh, any uh, expectations? Like, what are you, what are you thinking about? Yeah, what, you're hoping it's going to be a nice, warm summer, no hurricane surf? No, I'm looking forward to the motivation of the kids, especially hearing that we have, what, over 20-something applicants? Yeah. You're talking about the, the junior lifeguarding now. Yeah, yeah well, both uh-huh. rookies and junior yeah. lifeguards. We have never had that many. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Probably since I started. Yeah, for uh, years ago, we used to, uh, you know, there was, uh, you know, when lifeguarding was, if you want to call it, it's heyday when everybody wanted to be a lifeguard because they grew up on the beach. There were a lot of applicants. But the last few years, it's been a struggle to uh, to staff. Yeah, I hope this works out because this seems like it, like it already seems like it's working. But um, 20 applicants, we've I've never had 20 applicants my whole time working either. Yeah. By the time we, and that's just the ones that have forwarded uh applications in already so yeah usually it's not even time yet. walk-ins at the test and and so on so we're excited and uh we're, we're looking forward to see what live does with the junior lifeguard program <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that that's how that's how it's been i don't know how many we have try out and um but uh, you know the other thing too is is unfortunately uh, and what i you're going to see and what i what we see in our beach is that we get a lot of kids showing up, but a lot of them can't swim real well because there's not a lot of right. swim programs anymore. Right. And if we see that, that's one of the things that's a challenge for us. We we try to pick out guys and gals who look like they have a lot of potential, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll hire them actually on a probationary mm-hmm. <clears throat> scenario, and then they train. We tell them, all right, you know, swim, swim, come right. back. We'll give you the test again, yeah. uh, or we'll you know shoot in the ocean. And yeah, uh, we've, we've done that. Um, and that's part of what we're hoping the, the junior lifeguard program does because yeah, not everybody that comes in, um, you know, some guys are athletes and, and, or, or some people are athletes and, and not particularly swimmers. Um, but they can just, you know, they can swim enough to pass the test. Um, so with the junior lifeguard program, there's an opportunity to develop those skills. Yeah, and, remember and those two brothers that they were soccer players. Who were they when we when we were down in State Park there? You remember uh, those two guys? Yeah, they were uh, tough, man. Yeah, they were tough. Eric and Andrew. Yeah, yeah. Now they did they swim at all? They didn't swim they, in college, uh, right? Or did they? They weren't real swimmers. They were soccer no. players. Oh uh, man, they were Eric tough was, though. Eric was a phenomenal soccer player. He played uh, soccer. I think it was at Penn State. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he yeah. was a uh, tough. Yeah tough he he was just he, he yeah. was another tough athlete so so just to give you uh so talk to um how it worked we were i was at seaside heights i'm still am and then i used to go down to lavalette and work out with those guys and then also do some tournament stuff mm-hmm. and then what happened was um uh, the captain at that time uh is you know left the left the place and then and then so what happened is chip and joe casino and a bunch of us went over to State Park. Right. So I, cause I went over there. So then we're now we're working at State Park and, um, uh, Jimmy Hanshu was the, the right. captain and, uh, Vibber was the, um, superintendent. superintendent. And so we worked out there. And, um, so it was a whole bunch of us there. And, uh, they, you know, that's where we had these two guys. It was a guy, bread man, you know, he was an unbelievable, he couldn't run, he had a bad right. foot, but he was, what a swimmer, right. you know? And, uh, so we had all of those memories and that place was a great place, yeah. but these athletes, it, we, it's always been right. like that. We've always had guys who were, 
uh, maybe not out, out of a swim program, but are phenomenal athletes in, in our beach. We get a lot of wrestlers, and uh, you know they're just tough guys and girls. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know the you get, we had a, some of the girls are like lacrosse players. I'm trying to think what else you know, but soccer, mm-hmm. uh, any any athlete. But this is why we need the junior lifeguard because right. Right. you know you, you get them early enough and they get into the swimming and they get the enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. See, I, I mean, I get the you know the granddaughter right now. She's nine, right? She's almost as tall as me, by the way. And what get and I can tell you right now, she you know she does the basketball, she does the karate, and she swims. You know we got her swim, but you know the swimming is kind of like this way that way. But today or yesterday uh, we talk about it, and I, I'm talking about the lifeguard. So she's been on the beach already, mm-hmm. but she wants to do the board. She's really good at the board, and I get her into the junior programs. You know I send mm-hmm. her up to Lavalette and we have a seesaw, and and she sees the older girls. It inspires mm-hmm. them. It's amazing. Right. And then you know they might join the swim team after that. You know right. because they know hey I want to. I want to be like that, you know, and so it's all, it all plays into it. And you, we're trying to get these kids into a, a really wholesome, good, you know, athletic uh, endeavor. And uh, the junior, uh, that's going to help so many kids. Yeah. yeah and, you know, you're going to capture them, you know, and, and you're going to, they're going to, they're going to learn really good, wholesome things. I think right. it's just a great program. Yeah. We're, we're excited about it. What do you think, Sean? What do you have to say about the whole? Yeah, no, I think inspiring these kids is good. I think there's so much, uh, competition of, of like you know things grasping their attention uh yeah. in the summer especially when they don't have the structure of school to uh you know just to occupy them so so uh chip you're gonna have them so if a 15 year old kid signs up they're gonna be how many you know they have to go through the test right but then after the that then yeah get then then we'll hire them for how many mo- how many weeks and how the how many entire hours? summer yeah. and how many hours thinking. a day and um depending on the week but we're we're looking at you know some days it'll be full eight hours some days we might uh you know the schedule might be a little flexible um and, you know we have to look at you know who we hire and because they're not uh you know they're underage uh, driving getting them to the beach and the in the program you know that's a logistical piece that we have to work out with the families and and so on but in our mind you know i, I think going in it's like just like a job, you're going to show up and and how many how many how many what's the number you think you're going to be able to with the budget's going to be able to handle how many um, uh, junior lifeguards? I, I'm thinking somewhere in the neighborhood of twelve. Okay, that's that's you know. that's good. And, that's um, good. And we're on track to have that. And uh, that's that's manageable. You yeah. Know. And then you know, looking at at the squad as a whole, um, and in terms of looking down the road to the future, like who we're going to lose next year, like as they time out because of college and now they're on to their, their, uh, careers, if they will, they're graduating college, you know, the older guys. So the numbers we're trying to, you yeah. know, trying to map out the numbers long term. Well, you're going to have to have people to help, you know, watch and, and supervise and train these right. kids. Right. So you're going to have to, have, you know, have some other lifeguards doing that. So that's usually a challenge. I think we, how many, our lifeguard, our junior lifeguard goes like what we start, nine? Young. No, but what time of day? Because it's down in the North End. So oh, I don't yeah, so I think uh, it's, it used to be eight to nine, but now we start at 10, so maybe, I guess nine to 10. Yeah. Uh, it does, no, it's, it starts, it starts, it goes until what, 11 before, it has to end before oh, lunches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't do it. I don't know. Yeah. So it goes, we, we start, yeah, usually it's, uh, you know, the beach has to be set up. So our beach. We set up by, we, we'd like to, um, uh, we get on the beach right around nine o'clock we set up. So it takes, depends on uh, really the day, but it could take us up to 20 minutes to set up. I mean, we, sometimes even a half hour, the boats, the boards, the stands, and then the lifeguards, uh, junior lifeguards start and they, we start lunches at 11. Mm-hmm. So everything has to stop at 11. 
But a lot of kids stay with the families and they hang out and they keep, you know, playing around and, and that's yeah, encouraged, that's, you know. Uh, you know, that's an ins- uh, that scenario because I've looked at a lot of the junior lifeguard programs in the area and, and now they're running and picked some ideas from different ones. Um, but in, in terms of that, that we're, we're thinking of is more you're an employee, you're, you're, you're hired. I like that, like, though. That's pretty I, neat. Yeah, I and, think, like, demanding, know. like, a certain amount of hours per uh, per junior guard, but, like, also, like, you know, they don't need to be there the full eight hours every day. So, right. yeah. Right. So we're, you know, once we get into it and mapping out, and, again, part of it's going to be the logistics in terms of their parents when their, their rides are available to, to transport them. So I can't just say... Oh, okay, uh, today at, uh, you know, 2 o'clock, you're, you guys are off. Chip, Chip, so for, for, for 15000 an hour, they could get an Uber. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, I, would, I think that the parents are going to be ecstatic, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, uh, plus to, to have, I'm very sure, too, that the, the idea is that if your child, you know, that 15-year-old uh, matriculates through that program, there's a high, good chance that they're going to get in as a, as a, as a new lifeguard, junior yeah, lifeguard, they'll, they'll you know, be evaluated. Rookie, right? We'll, we will evaluate them as they go through the program, just like we do every other. Uh, the rookies moving on, the the, the senior guards. Every, we give uh, they all get a written evaluation twice a year. Yeah, uh, a mid year and a final. Uh, we instituted the mid year so that if there were areas we wanted them to improve on, that uh, you know, it gave them time to improve. And uh, that's a responsibility on on the sergeants like Liv. So uh, I don't know. You want to comment on that? Uh, I mean, I think the mid-year is definitely good. Um, Sometimes the kids don't realize what they need to improve in and not necessarily saying that they're bad at that, but just the more experience you have, the more suggestions you might have for them as to how to go about certain situations. Sometimes we have rookies shine too bright and we kind of need to put them down a peg. Do you have that (laughs) occasionally? Occasionally. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, one of our one of our uh, rookie rookie of the year, um, he blew out his knee. He was a um, I don't know if I told you this, but I don't want to use his name. But um, I think I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah Scotty. You know, it's oh, not his, you don't know his name, but you know, yeah. So he um, he where did he, where did he, he went? I forget what he's he was a heavy you know he's a, yeah, he's a division D1 one. Wrestler, yeah. yeah. Anyway, he blew out his knee, but it looks like he had surgery on. He's going to come back. He's going to be great. I but know he that. was one of, oh, right. unbelievable. There was something else I wanted to ask you. The um, uh, with with these with these kids coming up, see, I think that you have unique situation, Chip. You're out there in in you know uh, state park. There's no houses there. Nobody lives there. So you have a unique situation. You need to do something to bring on mm-hmm. junior lifeguarding. Like in Seaside, we get a lot of local kids. So I mean, we're not you know it's 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 easy. Same thing in the other beaches. Although Lavalette, you know, don't have that many. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it, it waxes and weans. It depends. But I think that. You know that's what you needed to do, and that's a that's a really good move. And I think that you're going to develop a really good program there. And like I said, we're going to get Timmy back in or uh, Timmy's people from uh, Spring Lake and and Seagirt and up that area. I really like to see how everybody runs their program. We could we could talk about that another program, mm-hmm. but the, the mechanics of it. I I don't I don't do the junior lifeguarding. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, Steve Van Heis on our beach, and there's a bunch of other lifeguards, and I I know they have it structured different things, and you know they get them on the boards, they get them into swimming, and they teach them technique, and like you said, how to you know do a, a, a rescue without a, without equipment. And, uh, but I, it, I can see some of the kids, I go down there cause I'll have to go down there with some equipment stuff. And some of these kids are like, I don't know, five years old, six right. years old. Right. And it's great. They get, you yeah. know, and you can see them, they're playing around. Mm-hmm. I think they, I think they lose their, um, 
yeah. interest. They're yeah, in about 30 seconds. Right. But, but, but they're still, you know, you can yeah. see sometimes they lose control. Right. You know, they're right. just all over the place. But uh, it gives them that incentive. Mm -hmm. And some of our best lifeguards came out of there. You know, Nico and... And uh, yeah, we, we, we really love it. I, so liked, I like to laugh at Steve because I was a park uh, JLG. So mm -hmm. uh, just to make fun mm -hmm. of him. I don't, oh. think, and I don't think a, uh, uh, a Seaside Heights JLG won Rookie of the Year yet. So I just like to dig at him with that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You see. Yeah. Hey, Chip, do you guys have any, uh, for people who are looking maybe to go to your beach, you guys have any, um, so you, do, you, you still do tournaments and stuff. Mm -hmm. But do you have any internal tournaments uh, like lavalette you know where we did around the we do around yeah, the west point we, island we do mosquito island we do a mild row a mile swim what do you guys uh, depending got? on the year the last couple of years with covid and things like tough, that we kind of yeah. but we have inter squads um i mean i can think of a couple of years back we went pretty all out it was uh we're divided up into squads or four squads guards are assigned to squad and a sergeant and um um you were uh guys were what you're not piranha you were islanders, islanders right no oh, so you have um, four so they all that's have great. a name that's and, great uh, they that's all great. have a, a logo and, and oh so that's on. great so, that's great and we um you know we do inter squads a few years back we went pretty pretty crazy and uh what's some what do you do and what do you do like what's what's some just, of the events just uh, just uh we've run it different ways um uh, we've done it on like sunday mornings we've had a like one event would be like the paddle relay or the swim relay on different different days and then i think uh one year we we went all out and we had it at night we had after work we oh had, wow like, a Real mini serious. tournament and stuff. Uh, wow that sounds so like we've fun. done it different ways but um yeah we we do the inter squads and uh um that's you know, everyone has squad pride right you can talk a little as yeah. an islander i think sometimes promote the islanders you know sometimes <laughs> the inner squad challenges get more competitive than the actual lifeguard tournaments oh yeah that's ages. good you've yeah. seen each other every day <laughs> yeah the officers go uh you know they they get a little uh enthusiastic right a little, a little competitive bit. with each other and then they get their squads going and uh we have a whiteboard in our headquarters and we keep score yeah. Well, that's what's behind you, the whiteboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. I, I, that's what I like about, you know, competition, especially mm -hmm. inter, in, even if you don't go to the, uh, you know, other beaches, you have inter-squad competition. And, and, you know, when there's a cold day or you're mm -hmm. tired or the ocean's a little bit snotty, you may not go in, but then you're saying to yourself, I got to get in there. I got to train because they're training and I got to, and it, it gives you that, makes you take that extra step mm -hmm. and, you know, you, you know, the old adage, get, get up in the morning, you know? Right. And uh, I think that's really a, a, a really good part. Of that. And it makes you, and when you get the competitive edge, then you start, you know, it's all, it, it, it translates all across the whole air, you know, who could pick up things, who's working on the beach, you know, it just, it's level, it, it increases the level of excellence, I think, you know? So that's yeah, great. It's, that's a, it's a lot of fun, right? Uh, they they start scheming in the tower, planning and uh, scheming their order, who's going to swim. And I think so, my favorite uh, challenge we ever did was a swim, row, swim. Yeah. It's the Ironman. Well, that's swim, though. Yeah. No. Swim, swim, row, row swim, or, yeah. Swim, row, swim. So you had a partner. Yeah. It was like a box. So the boat was waiting out at the buoy with one partner in it. One partner started on the beach. So that partner to swim out to the boat, jump like a in, boat pickup. You would right. row uh. horizontally or parallel to the shore, to the other buoy, and then the other person had to jump out and swim. That's out. a nice race. That's I cool, like yeah. that. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. That's a, yeah, that's that's done. a lot of fun. I used to we used to do the arm man, you know, row, row, swim, and paddle. But the uh, so you have four. So the way you set up your beach trip is you have four squads, and then each one has a sergeant. Mm -hmm. Or and, yeah. and go ahead. And it's and on then, live. Go ahead. And so, so you run, how many people are under you? Like you're a sergeant. So what is your, you have an area and how many uh, stands do you run or each control? Each squad will cover three stands. 
uh, depending on the years, you would have like 10 to 16 guards. Right. And um, then, and then, uh, so there's four sergeants, and I guess you rotate them. Then how many lieutenants are above that? You have lieutenants? Two lieutenants, one Two. for each beach. We have North Beach and South Beach. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's good. And so they. You guys do different and, events and, every year? Different events every year? Yes. Yeah. You guys do beach flags? Yes. I'm a sucker for beach flags. Yeah. I think it's so fun. That's yeah. one of the most competitive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we have a thing it gets called real physical. Island Beach Rules, which really means that there are no, no rules. rules. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah, when we go at it, it's, uh, I, you know, we call, okay, today's Island Beach Rules. And there's no rules. So yeah, see, oh, I, I don't want to tell her how, our bad. You know, we go back in the day, but we used to go down to, um, uh, I guess it was Fort Lauderdale or Hollywood, Hollywood Beach. And there was a few years, they used to invite, I don't know if you remember this, we used to invite mm-hmm. the beach patrol. So they would invite Asbury Park, Atlantic City. We would go down. And actually, one winter, I went down with Joe Brento, that, that pitcher, mm-hmm. and Joe Casino. And we were going to compete in Hollywood. Uh, now, again, we're not, you know, we don't have any equipment. It's kind of off our season. Or lock? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, and, um, you know, we were, so we got there, and, and the night before the tournament, everybody, we, there's a party, and nobody's drinking. You know, we're like, you know, you know like, we're, st- we're stinking drunk, and, you know, everybody's, like, looking at us because they're all serious about this. We're not. And then the next day, when the tournament came out, the flags are all out there. So we started working out, and we swim out there. And if you know the flags are, they have, uh, like in Lavalette, we used um, uh, uh, anchors, but there they had blocks. So what we did is we went out there and Joe Rento swam down to the bottom, picked up the block and moved it in about 20 feet, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, so, then there were, so then the one, the, so we started competing, right? And we, we you know, we, we were like, uh, you know, uh, tying for last place, but still we were, you know, it didn't look embarrassing. And then we had one where, like you said, there was a pickup. So you swim out to the buoy mm-hmm. and you wait there. And, and it starts off the beach and then, you know, it's a relay. And so I remember when we're sitting out there, all the other lifeguards are there and I'm like in about 20, <laughs> 20 feet. They're like, is there something wrong? I go, oh, it must've been, must've, boat must've dragged on one of the relays. <laughs> so when you talk about no rules, you know, yeah, the, yeah. years ago, lifeguarding was, was kind of like, you know, uh, the tournaments I'm talking right. about, com- competition. It was a little bit, a little bit, uh, you know, uh, yeah. a little shaky around the rules. They do, uh, you guys, uh, when we do it, we, uh, Put out the uh, the roster, and then uh, they have a draft, right? You draft the, we the do guys. Have a draft. Yeah. That's fun. Top secret. Yeah, oh. top secret. And I, <laughs> I stay out of it. I let them handle it. They yeah. uh, go up in the tower and they sit there and they uh, they hold the draft. Now let me. So if you guys, we have a um, um, uh, in, uh, what we used to call a lobster bake. You know, mm-hmm. years ago we actually used to have a come with a bulldozer. You know, dig a giant hole, put rocks in there, burn it. You know, yeah. and um, get the rocks hot, and then we put about 200 lobster, put seaweed, put a you know mm-hmm. big tarp, and then have this you know uh, lobster bake. Now we have a catered and everything. We're all now sophisticated, but we have that, and then we have a banquet. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys have? You guys have something like you know any kind of like you know um, maybe pizza night or like how does it? What do you guys do over there? So tell us what do you what's what do you, how do you guys do you guys have any kind of like uh, you know like a banquet or a midsummer party or we awards do. or. We I'm do sorry. have a banquet at the end of the summer with awards, and it's usually held at a restaurant somewhere. Sometimes we've had it on the beach, and we've had food catered. Oh, that sounds like right. yeah. And we'll give out five to six awards depending right. on the year. We do the uh, the rookie barbecue. Yeah. Uh, following their their uh, rookie test, um, when they uh, we call it earning their reds, they can't wear the reds until they earn them. 
So um, once they've uh, gone through their training and, and passed their training, we have a big barbecue, right? After, uh, it's pretty exciting, right? It's, uh, it's a nice night. And then we do a lot of social events just together. Um, yeah, we'll go to the uh, movies together. We like to organize sports, whether we're right. playing soccer one night, volleyball. Right. What, what's Pete Nelda's? <laughs> Pete Nelda's night. Yeah. What's the? Um, do you guys have like a rookie of the year, lifeguard of the year? Uh, so is that how does that work? So tell me. So the awards we'll give out. What are they? Yeah, what are, what are um, the awards? So for rookies, you can get rookie of the year, or you can get the RKT award. So which R- is what? RKT What's stands for rookie knowledge test. So the whoever performed the best of the rookie class on the test before they sit. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, we, we have, have the Beach patch. Pride Award. We have Officer's Choice Award and Lifeguard of the Year. And ah. Depending on if tournaments are going during the season, we now, will give out a tournament MVP. Now, the Lifeguard of the Year, what, what, how does that, like, what, what would be uh, uh, some of the things that a lifeguard would have to do to become a Lifeguard of the Year? Like, what would be some of the, you know, like, what, outstanding. How, how would you pick that? If you're trying, when you go to vote, for the lifeguard year, I guess you all guys vote for it. Right? Yes, we yeah. do. We so do what, what do you look for? Like, what do you, you know, a big rescue or just somebody who's really passionate? Like, what's, what, if somebody won lifeguard year at Ironbleed State Park, what would you tell me that in, in, in what, what is the essence of that individual, why they got that award? It goes to someone that's always willing to better themselves. They never think that, oh, I'm the greatest. I have to stop working. They're always working as hard as they can. And they kind of instill that mentality in the younger guards as well. And they teach them to perform in that way. So, look, right, right up there. Yeah, you guys show mine. Lifeguard of year. What year is that? Ninety five. Ninety three. It looks 93. like. Ninety three. When were you born? Ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> That's lifeguard of year. Yeah. We have um, officer's choice. Right. Yeah. Yes. Talk about that one. So, officer's choice goes to someone who begins to think in the officer mindset and someone that we believe might be able to control the beach if one of the officers has to step away for some reason. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. That's like a good a precursor one. Precursor to becoming an officer. It's, that yeah. It's someone that we yeah. we all mutually respect at a, I don't want to say at our level like we're above them, but just in terms no. of our experience no. and and uh, as Liv said that they could step into our position and uh in our absence and and things would be fine. Yeah, that's an important thing. And, uh, you know, Chip and I, when you become, you know, officers like us and we're running the beach, we, we, we could have somebody who knows the water, is a great lifeguard, made big rescues. But when we, we look at him to make him an officer, you have to have, you got to be uh, responsible. Yeah, and we've had officers, guys or gals that we made officers, and I come in and they're out there surfing and, you know, nobody's monitoring the beach because there's big waves. And, you know, yeah. you got it. Yeah, and, and, and that, and now I'm very, you know. Right, and as Liv said, it's the officer's mindset. Yeah, that's it's a great thing to start. Perfect way to put it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard, and it's hard yeah. to, to pick that out. And, uh, you know, sometimes when, when you're an officer, you have to really look at the bigger picture. And and then, what's the word I want to use? You know, uh, you, you can't think, be selfish. I mean, you have to be selfish. You can't think about what you want to do. Right. You know, there's right. days where I want to work out, and I can't. I have to sit up the yeah. headquarters and man the phones and watch everything. Right. And uh, or, or those days when the you know the waves are just perfect to go out and yep. and, yeah, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> you're sitting there and you're like, I, I, I gotta get this done. Yeah, well, it's even worse and, for the uh, captain. You know, right. that's what <laughs> yeah. these guys don't realize. You know, and, and uh, uh, beach pride, yeah. beach, beach pride. pride. So what's the beach pride one? What's that about? 
uh, goes to the most enthusiastic and motivated guard of the year. Mm. And is that is that sometimes the youngest one, or could, like is that sometimes the old, like older, like how does? Because I would think it's the younger ones, but is it sometimes the you know? It varies year to year, but yeah. I would say it's usually second or third years after they've come back from their rookie summer. They've loved it so much, and they're really ready to go. Yeah, I, I I have fine memories of State Park. You know, I'm a lucky. I'm I've been very lucky because I worked at Lavalette, I worked at Seaside, I worked at State Park, and I can tell you each one of each all of these three beaches have flavors. They're they're it, it's it's you know it's try to tell the difference between strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate. Yeah, I mean, you right. really can't. They're they're yeah. all really you know yeah. really and I think, sweet. And that's that's one of, one of the things that makes uh, lifeguarding such a unique um, occupation, job, whatever uh, uh, experience. For me, I just call it an experience because. Um, you know, it's the camaraderie, the brotherhood, no matter where you go, like, and you, you know, we sit here, you're from different beaches. We're all really talking the same thing, Yeah, you know? And, uh, well, that's, that's why like on a busy day, you know, we look around I mean, we know like at state park is probably busy, you know, uh, uh, Island, um, you know, Seagirt, Spring Lake. And, 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 and of course, when we hear about a tragedy, it, you know, kills us all. And, uh, you know, these things that happened with lifeguards this summer, you know, really, it really, uh, you know, brings it home. And, uh, we, you know, you, you, I've been dealt with people and you dealt with people where, you know, people drown, you know, so it's a real serious thing. That's why it's, it's a lot of fun and, and, uh, you have the ability to save somebody's life, but you also have to understand that it's, it's, it's not just working at Wawa right? and, right. uh, you know, you, you're making a sandwich. I mean, this yeah, is a, that's, that's, um, you know, that's one of the things that is probably the most important part of lifeguarding is un having that understanding of how serious it is. It's, you know, it, it you know, I always tell the guides, um, the guards that it should be fun. Lifeguarding should be fun. Yeah. Um, but in the end, uh, we have a job to do and, and our role is to make sure, you know, I'll speak for the park, uh, you know, everybody that drives in that gate goes home. You know? Yeah. And when, and when you say that too, it's serious job. But it also has serious rewards. Mm -hmm. Where else can you save somebody's life? Right. And uh, and 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 then you're working outside. You 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 learn. There's a lot of things you learn when you become a lifeguard. You learn about the ocean. You learn about the weather, the wind, mm -hmm. uh, and people. People. And that's a big thing too. People. These kids. You know, like Sean came on, and and you know, you we the, we deal with people every day, and sometimes at their worst, sometimes at their best. And you, it, it gives you a really good understanding of human nature. Right. And you walk away from that place and you're really, you know, well, it changes. And you're also disciplined because you right. got to get up in the morning. You got to work out. There's days where the water's cold. You don't want to go in. You're, it's kind of big ocean. You might be scared. You push your uh, limits. And, I, you know, we, we had one girl. She was, they called me down one day and she was on a stand. And she's a good swimmer. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't that, I mean, she was probably in her 20s. You know, she wasn't like 16, 17 years old. And she was scared to go in the ocean. Just mm -hmm. whatever happened, happened. You know, she wasn't. In, in, mm -hmm. And I sat there and I said to her, I said, listen, it's not that bad. And I said, we'll all go out. And like three or four of us, we went out with her. We got past the break. And then when we're out there, she's like, yeah. You know, she goes, thanks for taking me out here. She was, you know, and she just it mm -hmm. never had a problem. They never looked back, you know, but she was scared. Right. And not just because of Goodman. It was guy, there's kids right. like that. I mean, I, I remember one day there was a lot of seaweed in the ocean. And we were doing buoy swims. And the one kid, I mean, he was like shaking. I'm like, are you cold? He goes, no. He goes, I thought I was seeing a shark. I go, not seaweed. You know, and they, they're swimming out there and they're seeing the seaweed. And they're, and they're so scared that they, right. they're choking. They're like drowning in, the, in, in you know, water that they should be able to swim through. So that's why, you know, it, but once you get through that fear and, 
and uh, you know, and same thing with the boats and the boards and and making the rescues. You'll never be you're changed yeah, forever. I think I think. So that's a great thing, what right. we do. So don't yeah. be scared about somebody drowning. The benefits are outweighed by any potential well, I think, downside. And that's, that's, a, that's a great point because I think um, one of the things as an older guy on the beach and is seeing the, um, I don't want to say excitement, but seeing the realization in a young guard when they've just made like a, a serious rescue, something where you know that had they not been there, that person would not be alive seeing that realization in their eyes and their face and, and so on is, um, is kind of rewarding. Um, I think for myself anyway, uh, in terms of, you know, wow. Okay. The training worked. They're there. They, now they have that realization that that person, you know, I saved that person's life. It's a good point. And we had it this summer and, um, so we have, in the morning we're training, and then we had this one kid, his name is Jack, and he's 16 years old. He's going to love this story. No, I don't like this story. No, it's a good story, though. So, but I'm, I'm going to, no, no, it's a real good, name no. Sean? No, no, <laughs> no, no. So, so during, during training. I actually he, told the kid not to let anyone swim, and he did. He, he was, he was, he was, he was, you know, in the training, he was getting beat up pretty good. He was, you know, having hard, because he, he was winded, and, mm-hmm. and he was really falling behind, and, you know. But that was it, you know, and so we finished training. And then during the day, we had some big rescues. And he was on the beach, and he was doing a cover. Uh, I'm changing the story a little yeah. bit. But basically, a woman was going down. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I, and I, I, didn't, I don't know who it was. I, I, I saw him, and I just like, go, go, go. And, you know, he went, saved the woman's life, and she was going down. And uh, after it was all done, I sat down. I came out on the stand, I talked to him. I said, you know, you just saved that woman's life, you know, and he's 16 years old. I said, you're 16 years old. And you say that woman was going down and it was, a, it was a cover and you know, whether or not I would have got there or somebody else would have got there. But what was interesting about that, that morning he was struggling to get in that, in and out. He swam like Mark Spitz. Right. And I said to him, I said, where'd that come from? Right. Because he had to do it. Right. And it, 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 you know, he turned it, it was like where, you know, your car is turned over and like, you know, a little, you could lift up the car. Right. right. <laughs> and I, I'm telling you, I even get goosebumps talking about it now. And, uh, you know, so it really, that's what happens. It, it puts you in a position where you could really see what you can do and can't do. It's like when I, you know, when I, when, when you're in college, you go from high school, you, you know, you do a chapter a month and then in mm-hmm. college you do a chapter a day or a week. And then when you go to med school, you could do it in, you know, 10 chapters in one, one week. Yeah. You don't know, you need to be challenged to see how far you could go. What were you going to say, Sean, about the, uh, Nothing. You, Nothing. No, 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 no comment. No, no comment. I'm thinking his real name was Sean. No, really no, 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 no. Sean, no, no. Sean, Sean, I tell you what, I tell you, let me tell you about Sean. Sean, like we have him down. He works on the South End. I mean, a lot of times Sean, you, you got to see, Sean has a great personality. He's very mellow. And, you know, sometimes I'm a little bit more. Too much time staring at the ocean was the, because of that. <laughs> right, right. Sometimes I'm like, Sean, you're a little bit, you know, you know how they are. They're a little bit lax, you know. And, and I, I, so I'm always pushing Sean to, you know, tighten him up a little bit. But Sean's great. And he has, he, you know, he works in end stand, so it's tough. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we, uh, you know, we, we have an end beach there. And, you know, an end beach is tough. And uh, Sean really has come a long way. And not that you were that bad, but, he, you know, he, how old are you now? I don't remember. 24 right now. Yeah. yeah. So what did you, how old were you when you started? I think 18. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a good swimmer, too. You know, he's one of our better swimmers. So, uh, but it, everybody has their personality. So as right. an officer, you know, we have to, we have to uh, deal with that. But I think it's great that, uh, you know, we have all these people. You got a, a really good uh, uh, potential to have an unbelievable beach. And, uh, 
And I, I and you, I can't wait. You kind of come back. You're all excited. How many? What are you doing now uh, during the off season? I'm a teacher. Oh, that's great. So you're going to be there forever now. Oh, absolutely. Ah, uh, uh, what do you oh, teach? Yeah. What do you teach? What do you teach? Uh, biology and chemistry. Oh, yeah. that's great. That's great. That's great. She's a she's a, a good catch. Let me tell you, uh, you, you know, I, not to, because I want to give you some accolades, but you, when I was in high school, uh, there was a new, uh, it was a woman, actually, younger woman, a biology teacher, mm-hmm. and she inspired me so much. And there was another woman, too. She was taught math, and she got me to go to college in my senior year of high school. But those two women really mm-hmm. you know, made me go to where I was going. And I remember that she was a young girl, biology teacher, you know, I mean, and, and, but she was so inspiring mm-hmm. and, uh, just, just, it really, you know, so you, you could make a big difference there too. Mm-hmm. That's great. So you got that and then you got the beach. So you got yeah. her. I yeah. think the beach is even what got me into teaching. Not, really? Not so much having the summers off, but like when I was a younger guard, just learning from the older ones and then me stepping into that role yeah. because I was an officer before I was a teacher. Ah, and I didn't so. wasn't always going for teaching, so right. I think being in that role and being able to teach the younger ones, I was like, wow, and, I really and like this. It, it's really neat to see someone like Liv uh, blossom, uh, you know, from from her rookie years to her her rookie year. I think she said what uh, <laughs> two uh, words used all the summer because she said <laughs> I think two words to me the entire summer, and then uh, over the time um, she proved herself to be a, a great guard and great asset to the program. And a tough competitor. I mean, she's yeah, been well. down to the Gowdies with us. And uh, Oh, really? You did the Gowdies? Yeah, what did yeah, you do? What did yeah. you do in the Gowdies? Tell um, us about that. I did the bag swim the one year. So the, you the swim out s- to oh, the flag. Really? You clip really? the sandbag yeah, to your she, belt and you swim tough. in. That's a tough... Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That was now I'm, I'm not, not was impressed. So, so you see up there? You see that See that mug up there? That's a Gowdy mug. Gowdy mug. I competed in the Gowdies a few times. And I did the singles, and uh, but I did the that I won actually. We did a uh, uh, slaughter who is uh, one of our life right. guys, a real he's a state trooper now, and Joe Casino. So we did the bag pickup, mm-hmm. and uh, we I remember we drove up that day, and it was like a horrible ocean, and I thought yeah. for sure they were going to cancel it, and they didn't. No, they don't cancel. And uh, I, you know, we we just lucked out, man. But but so that's great. You did yeah. the so tell people what that race is so the gaddies is a bag so just tell and then we could we could end this yeah. if you want but tell it just i want to hear that that's is it. it 30 pounds yeah really yeah. yeah i, I think, think it's 30 more, some people say more. more we had a, um <laughs> no you keep saying 30 i thought, I, thought uh, I said 30 but uh, uh rusty silverman said 50 i don't yeah, know I think it feels closer, like i don't know it's, as he, well <laughs> let's just say as it the gets night heavier. goes on it gets heavier <laughs> I, I think it's, it's closer to yeah. it feels closer to 50 when you're you're gassing and trying to lift it up but yeah so go ahead so there's flags set up out there that this bag is clipped to yeah. This 30 pack bound of, what is it, sand? No, uh, it's, it's, it's floats, it's, actually. Yeah. And and they put volleyballs or basketballs in it to float and weights. Float they're, they've yeah. had, I've picked it up a few times that actually had plates in it, you mm. know, like 25 pound plates. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, I, yeah. I don't know what's in it. I never opened it up, but they're, yeah. So, <laughs> so, but they float, though. They do float. They float. You know. So you swim out there at your fastest speed. Yeah. Yeah. And you're winded, but now you have to clip this 30 pound bag to your waist. Because you're wearing a belt, and you have to swim it all the way back in. Yeah, it's a tough the race. Swim is not the tough part. It's now that you're gassed, you now have to pick up okay. this wet thirty pound <laughs> bag and drag it across the finish line. Yeah, yeah. and you know every. every I'm sorry, I get you. Yeah, no, it's quite an event. It's yeah. uh, the Gowdy races is four events. You can only yeah. do one event, and uh, you've also done. Um, 
the the boat swim, right? The, the pickup. Pick yeah. Yes. So yeah. that one is a swimmer goes out and gets the bag again, but as soon as they get to the flag, a boat launches with two people. Yeah. And then you meet them Where with, yeah. with your bag and yeah. plop it I, in. I did the singles about four or five times, uh, and uh, uh, you know, it, it and the, the toughest. I was we actually Joe Casino and I were talking about it the other day, because Joe did the. He has a picture of Joe coming off the wave. Mm-hmm. I think last year, he did the singles, and uh, you know, had the bag and back. And it was a beautiful picture. But when you get out there, we were talking about it. You know, when because there's a big current out there, especially. And so when you go with a single. It's it, you got to think about it. either you go to the lee side or the wind side, and if you go to the wind side, if you miss it, you get you go over the bag. If you yeah. go to the lee side and you, you miss, miss it, it you're, you're it's, blown it's flown down. And then once you get it in a boat, yeah, you know, like you said, you got to row it in and you got to shift your seat and wherever you are, and you got to ride a wave in, and you're thinking about that the whole way. But when you get to the beach, you got to pick that bag and run up, and 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 that's the that's toughest the worst part of the race. And, <laughs> and I and I remember once I was doing a, a swim run swim, and I don't know if it was in. We, we, somewhere with Joe Casino and, and I come out and we're all running and I'm, 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 I'm hurting because he just did a run, swim, run, swim. And I'm on the last part of run. And if, and I'm, I'm running as hard as I can. And I was probably like walking. I mean, I was running and like, Joe's like coming up to me yelling at me, run, run. And you, you know, you, you try yeah. so hard, but that's a tough one. I, I really have a lot of respect. That's a tough swim yeah. just to, you know, to pull that bag in. I so. also think it shows how inclusive our beach is. Because I've gone to tournaments with all the guys, and I'm the only girl, or one of the few. So, mm-hmm. trying to get the girl name out there. That's yeah, good. We can do yeah. it. Yeah. You no, compete against <laughs> other girls too, though, right? Yeah. What? You compete against other girls. Yes, yeah, there yeah. are certain tournaments that are all women. Yeah. 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 Uh, don't they have one in Lavalette? The Lavalette tournament. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we, we used to hold one at, at our beach. Hey, you know, this. Let me. This will be the last thing, I'll, and then we could we could you know close this. Do, is there any competition? For junior lifeguards, um, yeah, there are a number so of where, competitions. I know. Uh, so where is like that? Monmouth County. I think Monmouth County got off off uh, to a great start with junior lifeguarding. Uh, they were probably on the forefront of it. Um, so a lot of the beaches up there uh, developed. They've had them for years. Um, so they've had little uh, tournaments up there. Um, but there's also the the USLA sponsors the junior nationals and where's and that so at? On. Where's that all uh, over the place? Yeah, it, it rotates from year to year. They've um, Kate Mays hosted them a few times. Um, I know, like when they do the craft events in in different places. Is the juniors uh, with the seniors, or is the same uh, venue, or does they have their own separate? You don't know. I think they have a separate yeah. venue. Because uh, I think I thought wasn't there something yeah. at Sandy Hook for a while? Women's yeah. just a woman's Sandy Hook. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, well, that was, was that the, the regionals. That was the women's nationals. Um, they held a separate event that was all women, um, and they've been doing that for years. They had promoted. They were probably one of the first uh, actual all-woman tournaments. They were the first collective, I think, um, that I can remember anyway. Uh, so that's women, but do they also have junior women? No. no. Uh, so at that time, they may now, but uh, back yeah. then, they, they it was all uh, it was yeah. women's national. I'd like to see. I want to. I want to because, like I said, my, my you know my granddaughter. She's she's almost size tall as I mean. She could row a boat. I mean, you know, right. I know that. But I would love <laughs> to see these kids. You know, have you know it doesn't have to well, be as crazy and I'm very mellow. I think but that's uh, that's what I was alluding to earlier. Is that that's part of what the women have brought to uh, lifeguarding is now you're seeing a lot more beaches just integrate them as like one team. Team, not like a men's team and a woman's team, it's just one team. And I think that's uh, a lot of the beaches have been doing that. I know Lavalette has, we have Ortley. 
Um, you know, I've been doing an integrated Monmouth counties doing it, uh, where it's just one team. So it's not about male or female. It's about life yeah. card. Yeah. 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 Well, that's great. I think that's, you know, so. that's so great. So anyway, listen, how about we, it's been a great show. Yeah. I mean, already, you know, time flies. It's been an hour and a half. You wow. Mean, wow. You, you don't even realize that. Yeah. So we could keep going, but I, I that's, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm really, uh, chipped again. Thank you so much. You've been such a great friend over the years and I'm really happy for what you have over there now. Thank and, you. uh, you run a great show, uh, a great show, a great, um, uh, beach. I, I used to go down every year when I had time, I used to go every show beach, up, you know, yeah. I have to go down there. I told Rob, I'm, I'm, I'm getting out. I take the truck down there and hang out. And uh, we, you know, we, we talk stories. It, it, it is a brotherhood. It's really nice uh, in a womanhood. You, you belong, you, you know, you, anywhere you go in the world, if you meet some people in their lifeguards, you hit, you just you know, automatically, it's just there. And so it's a great thing. So uh, Chip, thank you. Thank you. Thank you Thanks very much. You. And, and I'm, I'm so happy uh, you're going to be there for many, many, many years. And, uh, you, you know, grooming her to take over. Oh, <laughs> uh, I tell you right now, uh, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you know, you're, you're perfect. You're great. Uh, Sean, anything yeah. you want to add? No. We have, no. Uh, why don't we talk about next week? We have, who do we have coming in? I don't know off the top of my head. Oh, uh, uh, well, we have, he's, um, uh, he, uh, I think he's an author. He has a book. Oh, we're getting, uh, yeah, who is that? Yeah. Portraits of the Jersey Shore. And, and yeah, who is that? Uh, what's his name? Do you remember? I'm going to pull up a picture here. That's Joe Casino. Joe, yes. yeah. Who's that? Rod? Ron from the, uh, um, uh, He's the ex. He's a far, Rod. far uh, 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 former captain of the Atlantic City Atlantic Beach Show. That's yeah. a great picture right there, huh? Yeah. That's Joe yeah. Casino. Yeah, that guy. He's still amazing. Yeah, Joe, yeah he's, <laughs> he's tough. Joe's he's tough, tough man. And, and anyway, here, here's a picture. Guy. Just want to show you this. This yeah. is before you were born. <laughs> this is uh, uh, Bob Tremolin, and yeah. uh, that's actually me. This uh -huh. is Joe Rento. This is uh, Stevie Boyd, one of the Boyds. Uh -huh. I we still try. I don't know where this is at. So we, yeah, we um, have to figure that out. It's a lava let boat. I think, yeah. I, think Rusty, I think Rusty posted it on his Instagram. I think he knows. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we want to say goodbye to everyone. Okay. And uh, we just want to. We want to sign uh, us off. What's that? Liv signing off. Uh, oh, yes. We have yeah. to have her sign off. So, so listen, what we're going to have you do <laughs> is uh, let me do this here. Hang on a second. What we're going to have you do. Oh, this is not what I want. And we're going to have you. So what you need to say. All right, let me get this out of here. Hang on. Is we in Seaside Heights, when we close the beach, we have a speaker system. So we go, the beaches are officially closing today. No more swimming, so far and so on. And at the end, we say, stay out and stay alive. Stay out and stay alive. So if you could say that to us, and we'll end the show. So just say, right. stay out and stay alive. Stay out and stay alive. Great. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. And uh, get us uh, next week. Thank you very much. I see you. See you later. I'm going to shut this off. I don't know how to shut it off now. Let me get out of here. It's right there. Thank you, everyone. Take care.